0: Welcome to From the Ring to Everything, where we talk about everything from your engagement through that first year of marriage and everything in between. My name is Maria, and if you're ready, let's get talking. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of From the Ring to Everything podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you guys. have a really fun show for you today I have a friend and fellow wedding pro with me Dominic Alvarez from Bouquet Sound he is a local DJ but he also travels all over the place which is the reason for this show because he recently did this amazing trip around America that's what we're going to talk about today and get to uh, to know about him so with that I want to welcome Dominic thank you Dominic for coming today can you let people know a little bit about yourself and your company
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, So I'm DJ Dominic. My name is Dominic Jacob Alvarez. My initials are DJ. I was born to do it, Um, and I absolutely love it. Uh, Started DJing at a roller rink when I was 16 years old, and I've been doing it ever since. I'll be 32 in a couple of months. Wow.
0: Um,
1: Yeah, so uh, so I've been doing this for 16 years now. Wow. I, uh, I recently found Boke Sound. I say recently. it's uh, It's been five years, um, but, but that's recent <laughs> to me. Uh, I recently found Bokeh Sound and uh, worked my way up from uh, from the bottom of the totem pole all the way up to uh, I'm now the manager of the company. Um, it is owned by Matt Nasby. Um, and we have, I want to say it's 18 DJs now that work for us. Uh, we do on average about 500 events a year. So, wow. um when I came on in 2015 um, we were doing about 200 to 250 and now we're up at about 500. So we're just growing and growing and we absolutely love it. Um, we just do weddings. We mm-hmm. do, you know um, clubs, holidays, birthdays, corporate events, holiday parties, proms, you name it. Anytime you're going to need a DJ is, it is what we can handle.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And um, I, I wanted to talk to you today because I was following you throughout this whole COVID. Well, we're still in COVID, but I know COVID threw a big wrench on so many things. And you guys were being really creative. You were being really creative. You were doing a lot of live Facebook dance parties from your bat cave, which that's what you're in right now. <laughs> I'm looking at it, which I thought was super cool. And then I saw that you're like, I'm going to DJ across America. And I think you visited like 48 states, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So, um, now, how
0: did that? Where did that idea come from?
1: <laughs> so it all based. Uh, so my mom, when I was growing up, was the marketing director for like Miller Genuine Draft, LG Electronics, oh. Mitsubishi, the Dodgers. Wow. So, uh, wow. so some really big, uh, big companies. So I really grew up in the marketing industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was in the service industry. He was the GM of El Torito, and he was a car salesman. So sales mm-hmm. and, and and service. From my dad's side and the marketing, I got from my mom's side. Right. Um, so I knew that once, uh, once everything shut down back uh, back in the beginning of, or in the middle of March, um, that I took about a week and a half of you know just doing absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. staying at home quarantine, just like everybody was. Right. Um, uh, but then I, I really put into, uh, put the wheels in motion and thought, you know, we need to stay relevant. We need to stay on, uh, on people's minds. We need to show people that, you know, we aren't a company that is unfortunately, um, a lot of, uh, other companies are really going under and, and not being able to, to make it through, but we're, we need to show people that, you know, we are not one of those companies. Right. We are you're here guys. to stay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're here
0: to stay. And I think that's a huge comfort for potential clients out there, like, ooh, is this company still going to be around by the time my wedding comes around? So I think that's awesome that you did that. So yeah. you you where did you so you have this background of marketing mm-hmm. and, and service and, and all of that. So you're like, what are you thinking? Like, I'm just gonna get in my car and drive. Where the heck did you come <laughs> up with this? Where <laughs>
1: So uh so I found this group um it was introduced to me uh, by a friend Sarah Navarrete. she uh she tagged me in this group called socially distant fest on Facebook mm-hmm. and um, I joined the group it had 180,000 members around the world so it gave wow. me a plat- yeah it gave me a platform on social media to you know DJ for not just people that are local around here but literally all around the world. I had people Mm -hmm. commenting from Australia, from Europe, from Asia, like Africa, like literally all around the world. So it was super, super cool. Um, and then, uh, the weekend it was Memorial day weekend. Um, I had a a pool party in Lake Havasu, Arizona. And Havasu was open uh, Mm -hmm. at the time. It was uh, a a week and a half of, into their opening. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, from the, from the quarantine. So they had me come down and excuse me, they had me DJ. Um, and, um, when I went out there, I was like, Oh, this is, you know, amazing. Like March, March 14th was my last wedding. And then May 23rd was, was the event that I had DJed, uh, in Lake Havasu. Um, where everybody was still, you know, socially distancing. Right. It was, it was a safe event. Um, but it was just, it, it was totally different and it, it was really amazing to mm-hmm. be able to DJ in front of people rather right. than just DJing in front of my phone, uh, exactly. in, yeah. in my empty room. <laughs> <laughs> in <your bad> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, it, I mean, it was, so that was, that was super cool. And then I come home, um, after that event, um, back to Orange County and uh, somebody had posted, my friend Bree had posted on Facebook and it was just one of those chain statuses right, on Facebook. And it was, um, you know, uh, put an X mark next to all the States that you've been to and put a heart next to the ones that you've lived in. Okay. Um, most people that. haven't gone. Yeah. Most people Absolutely. haven't gone more than eight States. Right. So, um, I still was getting postponement, cancellation, postponement, cancellation. Mm-hmm. I had nothing looking good anytime soon, so I decided to hit the road. Wow! And, and, and DJ on social media uh, in each of the 48 states.
0: Yeah, I thought that was awesome. So I was watching. I followed you all along. And I'm thinking this is <laughs> such a cool idea, but I had so many questions, and that's why I wanted to talk to you today. I'm like, Yeah. How the heck did you do this? So. You packed up your car, a van, and your equipment. So how how did you decide what state, what route you were gonna take as far as like furthest, closest, closest, furthest, however? Number one. And number two, how did you find where to hook up? Like, did you have to get permits? Did you have to call ahead of time? Like, how do you just show up and like I'm gonna plug in at this park and go at it? What how did you plan this? Or were you flying by the seat of your pants?
1: It, it, I mean, honestly, <laughs> most of it was flying by the seat of your pants. Uh, but, but um i have what's called a kodiak which is a a silent generator uh-huh. what we offer for uh, for like beach ceremonies or like oh. lake ceremonies that don't have power plugins um so our company offers that and it's it's literally a silent battery powered generator you turn it on you can't hear it standing six inches away from it uh, so uh so i took the the kodiak Mm-hmm. Um, on the trip so that way i can literally dj from anywhere i didn't need power i just needed service so that i can mm-hmm. broadcast to the internet right. um most of the places were fairly open and fairly um, how do i put it uh common area okay so like on a sidewalk or in a public park public public spaces. Right. Um, There were a few places, uh, quite a few actually, that I had to ask permission. Um, I didn't have technically, but if I didn't, it would have given me the risk of getting shut down. Right. Um, There were a couple of places where the cops... Shut me down. So, uh, <laughs> I said,
0: sorry, at- bud, you can't be here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, Atlanta, for example, I did it in front of the Atlanta sign that the, the big Atlanta um, uh-huh. on the side of a building, and because right. I was blocking the sidewalk, they asked me to shut down. Um, in Rhode Island, Providence, I did it on Brown University. There's a 24 foot um, statue of a, mm-hmm. of a teddy bear. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to get that in the background. Five minutes into it, campus police came and shut me down. Oh, um, me. Uh, Mo, uh New York was Times Square. That one was a pain. Uh, oh, really?
0: I am dying to hear about that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I had to find parking, first of all. That was a, a, a task in itself.
0: Right. That's I, interesting. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Ooh. Then I walked into uh, Times Square, found these two cops. They were super cool, super nice. Um, I told them my situation, what I was doing, kind of spreading love around America, uh, trying to, you know, just bring music. I'm not playing anything out loud, uh, this and that. Um, They were like, yeah, absolutely, set up here. Then so I had to go back to my car, unload the equipment, load the equipment, uh, set it all up. Once I had it all set up, I was literally about to press play, like uh, about to press record on the phone. And another cop came up and. Uh, and shut me down, threatened oh. to confiscate my equipment, and yeah, oh yeah, it was it was wow. pretty rough. Um, yeah. Now I have a, a beard, I have a mohawk, right. I'm tatted <laughs> up, like I I'm, I look pretty young. So um, a lot of the time, uh, a lot of the cops out in Times Square uh, just wouldn't even look at me when they talked to me. Like they really? they weren't they weren't even giving me the time of day. Um, but there was a few. Uh, there was a few that were super nice and super uh, super receptive and mm-hmm. super understanding, and they were they were on board with me. Yeah. So cool. uh, so I got shut down at that spot, but I had to go across. So um, my goal for Times Square was I was trying to get the background of where the ball drops right um, for for New Year's Eve. Um, instead of that getting in that in the background, I had to set up underneath that and get mm. the opposite end mm-hmm. in uh, in the picture. Well, uh, Still really cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: it it totally worked because. I'm sitting there going, all right, so you're setting up in these random places. You're just kind of driving like, hey, that looks like a cool spot. I think I'm going to do it here. And you get things set up. What was the reaction of people walking by when they see you <laughs> setting up? Or are they going, what's going on here? Are we crashing a party? Is there an event? Like, what was the reaction of people? And what would you say was the biggest crowd maybe that gathered around at one of those events?
1: So, fun fact, um, you can't hear anything that I'm playing out loud um, when I was playing out loud around the nation. Everything what? was through my headphones. There was no speaker. What? Uh, yeah. So, so uh, more, than, uh, more than you can imagine, um, on average, about two to three times per set, and each set was only about an hour uh, right. in each state. About two to three times a set, I had to explain to people that I'm actually playing music right now, uh, broadcasting online through social media. People would ask what I'm doing. Uh, people would ask if there was going to be a party or if I was going to be <laughs> playing music. Uh, so a good two to three times per set, you can see me talking to people. And uh, it's, it's just me explaining that you know, I'm broadcasting online. The reason that I did that is because if I play music out loud, Instantly, I would be shut down by the police. Right. Um, I guess that's because, true.
0: That's true. Yeah. You'd be like, where's your permit? We can't have yeah. this or that. Right. Exactly. I had no idea. I'm thinking the whole time that people are listening to this music. I had no clue until right now that it was <laughs> all
1: done just silently. There was, there was, I want to say, it was four places. I think it was four places throughout the nation that I did have my speaker and I did play out loud. Mm -hmm. Um, there was one in West Virginia. Um, and that's because I did it on a, on a farm in West Virginia. And, uh, it was, that was the pool party one where at the, at the very end of that stream, uh, we all jumped in the water (laughs) and I jumped in fully clothed jeans, (laughs) like everything. Um, So that one was a lot of fun, but I played that one out loud just because it was on a farm uh, and, and other people were around to listen, um, Mm -hmm. in Atlanta, uh, when I did it. So, uh, the group socially distant best with 180,000 members was created in Atlanta. Um, they're actually talking about, um, doing a documentary right now. Um, that's super exciting, Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, you're I ended to up start
0: at the thing, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> um, I that's... gave it. I gave it a little bit of the idea and the yeah. push, so uh, so that was kind of cool.
0: Awesome! Oh, I'm meeting a uh, celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, I stayed at the the creator of the page, and so he lives in Atlanta, and I stayed at his house with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was at his house, you know, we we played music and went live from the. Um, the birthplace of Socially right. Distant Fest. Um, right. So that was another place that I did a, a, a speaker. Um, Kansas City was another good one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, a surprise to everyone. Um, so there's two big DJs on the page um, of Socially Distant Fest. It was me and Jeremy Perkins, or Code P. Um, and uh, we uh, we started the broadcast where it was uh, it was super close up on him, mm-hmm. um, and we didn't tell anybody that we were collabing. Right. So – Five minutes into the set, we pulled the camera back to reveal my setup as well. Uh, so we needed a speaker in order for both of us to hear uh, right. instead of just the headphones. How but uh, it it was it was super cool, and a lot of people just looked at me like I was crazy because <laughs> I bet. they're
0: like, "Who's this guy just like dancing to himself Exactly. listening to equipment?" But we can't hear anything. That, that, when you brought up playing at the farm with an actual speaker and in Kansas right now. So when, would people come up and say, Hey, I want you to come play at my house, I'm having some, yeah. like did you find people going, Hey, come play at my house. I'm going to have people over. So that did happen. You met a lot of people I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Big time. Um, uh, so, uh, through the group, I actually, uh, found a, a couple of places to stay. Um, so that I wasn't sleeping in my car or paying money for a hotel because True. this was in this trip was entirely funded by tips. So wow. uh, everything was was paid for by tips. My food, my gas, my, my. We uh, really
0: had a lot of like that's an adventurous leap of faith. I'm telling you, they're right there. And I think that's awesome. I don't think I'm that uh, adventurous and daring. I think I am a little bit, but not to that extent. Not to just like, no, I had okay. a, I'm hitting the road.
1: Yeah, I had a I had a blo- uh, a, a small amount of savings so that if I got to a point where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the next state, I'm going to hit that savings and just go straight home kind of thing. Right. Uh, but that was in, in the pocket, yeah. um, which is almost what happened in Chicago. Hey, I, I was going to
0: ask you about that just now. I, I know that you did have a hiccup. With your car, there was uh, some car issues, and yeah. you were like, "I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this tour that I want to do." But thankfully, to supporters and people, there was like a GoFundMe or something, and you were able to continue to tour. What happened? And where was that at? Where did where did you break down?
1: So, broke down in Chicago. Um, I had just pulled into Chicago and uh, went to parallel park on the street, mm-hmm. and. Uh, when I went to throw the car in reverse um as soon as I put it in reverse, the shift cable broke uh-huh. um yeah, so that was uh that was a six hundred dollar fix on itself um which was uh, uh which was tough mm-hmm. um and on top of that, the day before uh, my landlord started to demand rent mm-hmm. for, uh for my house, mm-hmm. which is it's against the law right.
0: <laughs> so right.
1: um, so i'm i'm actually currently going through uh through a little uh issue with my landlord uh where they they served me a three-day pay or vacate right now oh, um, yeah i mean it is what it is yeah. uh but but you, you have can't. fun yeah, yeah i mean look at the
0: exposure me. you had yeah.
1: <laughs> and he can't really do that is what I'm finding right. from, uh, from all of this. So it's yeah. just another part of COVID, uh, yeah. but it was added stress. It was the day before exactly. my car broke down. Mm-hmm. So, um, so all of that all coming together um, and me not aware of my rights, it, it really came down to uh, um, just being too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I was ready to, to throw in the towel and you right. know, just make it, my um, hit a straight shot from Chicago back to California and I would stop in the States on the way to California, but I wouldn't go up or down. Right. It was just going to be a straight shot. Um, And then one of my, uh one of my fans that had been following me set up a GoFundMe for, uh, for me and awesome. uh, started spreading it around and it, 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 it got about halfway to its goal. And just because of that, like the, the amount of support was, was so overwhelming that I, I, I couldn't, not do everything that i i could do i think
0: that's awesome which also goes to show that people you know what you were doing was really helping bring up the spirits just like you wanted you want to bring smiles to people's face you want to make things as normal as possible in these crazy times of nothing happening so i think i mean i think that really shows right there how much what you did was a benefit to so many people and maybe you didn't even realize that it was going to turn into that when you started this trip. Did you have any idea when you started on this whim, like, ah, let's just do this off this little quiz of how many states did I visit, that it would turn into such a big support and following to where it funded you to all four to 48 states. I mean, that's really awesome. Did you have any idea it would ever get to that?
1: I definitely didn't uh, have an idea like uh, when I started, I mean, there were, there were a good amount of people that were watching my streams from the back cave. But um, I I didn't, I didn't realize the amount of support and, uh, and not even just the amount of support, but the amount of gratitude that everybody was having. Um, My favorite way to describe uh, what I do as a DJ is I'm like Disneyland. When you, (laughs) When you go to Disneyland, you forget your bills, you forget right. your your problems, you forget you know the deadlines, you forget mm-hmm. everything, and you just enjoy Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So whether it be a wedding or a birthday party or just DJing mm-hmm. on social media, um, my job is to be Disneyland for other people, and it was really cool. I, it, yeah, it was really cool that you know people were really receptive and uh, and and they would look forward to. Uh, to seeing my post some people had a post notification turned on for me so that when when I would go live they would uh they would get notifications that I was going live so it was it was super cool that you know people were were that into it
0: yeah well I enjoyed it I didn't watch all of them I didn't follow all 48 states I tuned in whenever I could but I loved every time I saw it. I'd be like oh my gosh where is he at now so what's how what's the furthest you went
1: so Maine, Maine. I, I went to Portland, Maine, and that was 3,200 miles away from my home if I would have gone a straight shot.
0: So from start to end, from when you left to when you came back to California, how long were you gone in total? So that's a tough
1: things. one. It, it's a tough one because mm-hmm. I left uh, May 30th, but I had to come back July 16th for, um, for a ceremony, and then okay. I had a ceremony the next weekend. What dedication? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so I, I stopped in Reno, and I still had Oregon and Seattle left. Uh, I came back to California to do those two ceremonies, uh, and then I went back up. So all in all, without the trip back to California, I was gone for two months.
0: Okay. And so because you knew what you had coming up in June, you coming back, how did you plan your stops more or less i would think like oh i'm gonna go in order but you can't really go in order because there's a lot of zigzagging going along so did you just kind of close your eyes and point at the map and say there's where i'm going tomorrow
1: so my my first stop that i knew i had to hit was i had to be in oklahoma by that thursday um after i had originally left um my uh my house Mm -hmm. In the first place, uh, because I was DJing at a roller rink in Oklahoma Uh, on Thursday night. Okay. So my goal was to hit those bottom states all the way down to Florida, all the way up the East Coast as best as I could, and then just zigzag up
0: through uh, around. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, you put an awful lot of miles on your poor little car. (laughs) Yeah. And your equipment survived, so all of your equipment is still good in a A great condition, right?
1: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, 20,000 20, miles in two months um, for 48 states.
0: Okay, so I know you've met a lot of people. What would be one of the more interesting spots, you would say, whether that was like, oh, the most unique people or welcoming to also like, eh, this is kind of sketchy. I didn't really feel too comfortable here, so I didn't stay too long. <laughs>
1: Uh, so it was, it was super rough. Um, May 30th is right in the beginning. That was before the, the funeral of George Floyd. So that was um, right when the pro the right. protests and the riots right. were just starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually halfway through my San Antonio set, um, about 25 minutes in mm-hmm. you, if you're watching, you can see me looking right and left. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, about 150 protesters showed up on my right and about a hundred police and right here showed up on wow. my right.
0: And, and you're in there in it and like I'm just gonna drug... sit here and play music. Yeah. And
1: here's yeah. these no, of So people. I kept <laughs> I kept going for about 15 minutes and then I was like, all right, I gotta cut I, I gotta I, take I this for a,
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean and with good reason. We we just didn't know yeah. how anything was gonna go on that. And then where would you say was like your most funnest state outside of the farm <laughs> that you played at? What was like your favorite state?
1: Oh man, that's so difficult because there were there were so many great ones for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three of them that stand out to me the most: Denver. Uh, well, just north of Denver is uh, Estes Park, and that's mm-hmm. um, where the Stanley Hotel is. Okay. Stanley Hotel is the uh, the hotel and the building that uh, inspired The Shining, oh. the movie.
0: Super, oh, I did see that one. one. Yes. Yeah.
1: I yeah, they that. have the the hedge maze out yes. front. And yes, I'm and
0: like, yeah, I could still never get through that movie. So good
1: <laughs> they uh, they have the haunted tours. I I love Halloween. I'm obsessed yes. with Halloween. I love all the the haunts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So being able to do that and doing an entire Halloween right. set at the Stanley Hotel was was super cool. That was uh, that one was really 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 fun. Mm-hmm. Um, in Kansas, um, I DJed in front of the Pride House and the Pride House and okay. the uh, uh, Transgender House, um, okay. and those are both right across the street from the Westboro Baptist, Baptist Church. Oh, so it's kind of funny. Okay.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> and um, that one went viral. Um, that one ended up getting one hundred and three thousand views on social wow. media. So really, yeah. wow. Yeah. So that one was super super. When I did electro swing, so it was upbeat and happy <laughs> and, and, and fun music. Right. And it's funny to watch that one because I mean, in comparison to that one, my my streams usually get from two thousand to six thousand views okay. on average. Right. Um. I I usually like the most that I normally get at one time is about one hundred and twenty people tuned in. Sometimes it'll get up to one hundred and forty. Right. Uh, but you can see me freaking out like like grabbing my head like oh my god what is going on as the as the counter jumped up all the way up to i think it got up to 950 people were tuning wow. in at one time it was wow. just absolutely like
0: my phone's gonna blow up
1: i, I was so confused. I, I, I was like all right just don't mess up like <laughs> so that one was crazy and fun uh detroit michigan that one i absolutely loved it um, hey,
0: motown's hometown
1: yeah, do you Surprise know why? Motown. Do you know why it's called Motown?
0: Uh, I think I heard a story once, but I can't remember. So, what is it? Why blew
1: my mind? Blew my right. mind. So, uh, my dad was super big into uh, into Motown, into the okay. oldies, and to okay. that. So, he's the one that really introduced me to that. Right. Um, Barry Gordy Jr. Um, is the creator of Motown Records. Right. He had his house and studio in uh, in Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's where I DJ Was right on the steps of his uh, his studio house. I that did was see that.
0: Cool. That was so awesome. I can't yes. even imagine how cool that had to been.
1: In the place that, like Jackson Five, yes. Aretha Franklin, uh, Marvin Gaye, like the Supreme's yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so amazing. Um, but uh, Detroit is where Motown was born. Detroit Correct. is known as the motor city. Yes. Motor town. Motown.
0: Motown. Blew my mind. I yes. have
1: no idea. Now that I, you I, brought
0: up the story. It it clicked, and I'm like, yeah, that's right, Motor Town for Motown. That absolutely. is awesome. I would love to visit that, those steps just to see it mm-hmm. because I'm also a big Motown fan. So yeah. I know you probably just had a blast, and these awesome. are stories you can probably talk about forever and just the oh, experience. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing Everything that you went through and that you that you experienced, would it be something you do again? And would you do it any different? Uh,
1: I would do it again in a heartbeat. Okay. Uh, the The problem with the 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 only reason I did it now is because I do I myself I do about a hundred weddings a year. Okay. So I'm booked just about every single weekend throughout the right. year. So this was literally my only opportunity.
0: Right. I'm so booked all the way. COVID. No
1: yeah almost, <laughs> almost <laughs> I had to take you know? advantage of it I had to take <laughs> exactly. advantage of it
0: you gotta look at the bright side of things mm-hmm.
1: yeah and, uh, and I'm booked as far out as uh, April 2022 so wow. uh, so I get booked super advanced so mm-hmm. um, if I had the chance to do it I absolutely would um, if for whatever reason like my wedding started postponing mm-hmm. again I absolutely definitely would right. Um, <clears throat> I do differently I don't know if I would do anything differently. The storms were the scariest part. The right. weather was the biggest thing that I did not. I mean, I planned for it, but uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't realize how drastic it would be. There well, were, were times where.
0: California. We don't know weather.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: We cry when it drizzles. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, That's not unreal. even kidding. <laughs> not even kidding. Well, um, In Montana, they took over the rate. You know those emergency broadcast system announcements that it only tests. We never actually hear one. Yeah, they do that. They actually do that.
0: (laughs) Was like (laughs) real for a
1: reason. (laughs) Real
0: weather threats, exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have a recording of uh, of in Montana. It's saying that there was a storm coming in with eighty mile an hour winds. Um, It ended up raining sideways uh hail the size of golf balls like it was just absolutely insane there was a good three or four spots throughout the midwest where i had to hide underneath a a freeway overpass with other cars like it was it was that intense
0: you're like i'm in my little california tires with regular windshield wipers (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yep absolutely
0: wow i was not ready for that i think it sounds like it was just an amazing experience and i enjoyed watching it and following you and people can still go back on your Facebook page and see all yeah. that, right? Or do you have it on yeah. the separate
1: link? No, it's it's absolutely on my Facebook. You you just search, uh, uh, look me up on, uh, you can either go to facebook.com forward slash official DJ Dominic, or you can just look up Dominic, DJ Dominic Alvarez uh, right. with the dash between DJ and Dominic.
0: Okay, uh, And I, that's
1: spelled with a Q. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think people definitely need to look it up and follow some of those. It was amazingly awesome and I'm so glad that you were able to come on and talk about it because I've been dying to ask you all these questions. I'm like, I don't want to keep, like, I didn't want to message you through it and ask you, how are you making this happen? Was this planned? But to know that you just kind of did these, like, pop-up events, and to find out you weren't even playing out loud is just mind-blowing to me with a few exceptions, like you said. But so since this trip, have you, I bet you met, you may, met a lot of people, but have you made a lot of new friends that you are now in contact yeah. with?
1: Absolutely, I, and on on a daily basis, um, I'm in contact with a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, the the owner of uh uh, or the creator of the page for example he just um he messaged me this morning talking about the the documentary that Uh they're starting to put together and you know starting to brainstorm ideas and that he wants to come and visit me and stuff like that so that was super cool so Uh, you traveled solo right
0: correct you went on by yourself it was just you and your equipment that wasn't anybody else
1: me and the road and the reason that i did that is as much as I would love to experience that with, with somebody else. I mean, I've been single for two years. But if I was if a significant other, I, I would definitely love to experience that with a significant other. Right. Um, but uh, the best part about it was I – if I to keep going, if I wanted to push myself, I would push myself. If I wanted to stop, I would stop. If I didn't want to eat, I wouldn't eat until I was ready to eat. Like right. there was nobody – Nobody else that I had to worry about other than exactly. myself in, in the, the living situation.
0: Right. I'm sure. Yeah. And um, I think I am like excited for you that you were able to do this. Like I said, it would be an amazing trip. I would love to experience something like that. I'm not that uh, daring, I think. Although I would love to one day because I'm one of those people on those quizzes of what states have you visited and lived in. One, I've never lived outside of California. And two, Absolutely. I'm very sheltered, obviously, because I I think I'd have maybe four or five checklists on that list. So it inspires me watching you. It inspires me to want to get out and get to know some of these states in America that, that are around us. I mean...
1: Blue Why my not?
0: I think it's a, it, it inspires people to go travel the U S see what's out there and check out the site. So thank you so much for sharing. And I know there's so many more stories, so I'd love to keep hearing about them maybe on another, uh, on another show. How, yeah. I mean, you, obviously you said your book through 2021 and you have a lot of California weddings, but you would do a wedding in any other state, right? You're open yeah. to travel.
1: Yeah, last year I did a, a wedding in Oregon. Um, we've done events for Google in Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, we just did a wedding in, in Florida um, last year. Uh, we've done Cancun. So we, we travel literally anywhere.
0: Great. So if people want to reach you for their event, wedding or other event that they want to do corporate event or anything, how do they reach you? Cause now we know you're not just California based. You'll go anywhere. So how, what's the best way people can reach you and contact you?
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and now that, uh, now that we've uh, experienced this whole uh, pandemic um, we've, uh, we've adjusted to that as well. And we even do zoom weddings. We did. Uh, um, I did the, I DJ'd the wedding from North Dakota. Uh, Matt, the owner of Bouquet Sound was in California um, hosting it, and the wedding itself was in southern Florida, and everything went off without a hitch.
0: Perfect. So uh,
1: so we can even do weddings on Zoom. So um, you if go. you don't want to fly us out, we can, yeah. as long as you got speakers, we can make so, it work. <laughs>
0: perfect. Yeah, so how do they reach you?
1: Yeah, so uh, our website is www.bokehsound.com. Um, And that's bouquet, like bouquet of flowers. So B-O-U-Q-U-E-T, sound, S-O-U-N-D, dot com. Um, And then emailing us is info, I-N-F-O, at com.
0: Cool. Awesome. Well, again, and they can also follow you on Facebook and on Instagram. And I'm going to have all of that information on the show notes for those listeners who want to look you up. They know how to reach you and how to contact you. I had so much fun
1: listen to your
0: stories. And I think it was awesome. Guys, he's awesome. You guys ever need a good DJ, reach out to him and he's single. Hey, you know, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) I don't have a dating show. I only give advice on relationships. (laughs) Anyways, Dominic, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so, so much for having me. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it means a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So again, thank you so much for tuning in today on the show. I hope you enjoyed listening to the stories and the adventure. Again, uh, as always, let's keep the conversation going and let's keep talking. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss future episodes. New episodes are available the first and third Thursday of every month. If you have questions, comments, or stories you want to share, or are planning a wedding, email me at, by Maria at Outlook.com. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and please, leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. Until next time, let's keep talking.